0: Welcome back from our little strong towns break. Uh, I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Chuck, how was your uh how's your break?
1: You know, I I'm I'm I've kind of like arranged my life <laughs> and maybe made some sacrifices along the way because I really enjoy taking this time of year like to myself. I'm a, I'm a little selfish about it. Um but intellectually it's a good thing too. And and so when I started my own planning company, back at way back in 2000, when I was in graduate school, you know, in graduate school, you get time off at, at, at Christmas time, you time off at the end of the year. And I love that. And so I just kind of planned like the whole operation around that. And, um, I've just kind of continued that throughout the next 15 years of my life. And I've come to really, uh, kind of desire that that period of time it it, it it makes the rest of the year a, a little bit easier of a sprint instead of a marathon because i know there's like a finish line right so so now we're back uh, mm-hmm. we're back in the game we're back in the race we're ready to go for a 2016 sprint
0: yeah so anyone that's logged onto our website today will probably notice a few changes um, and there'll be some more uh, great updates in the coming months do you want to talk at all about kind of the new stuff going on at Strong Towns? Well, let's talk about the web design.
1: And I, I think you should actually be the one to talk a little bit more about it. But let me let me set up the premise. When, when we started Strong Towns, you know, I started this years ago as a blog. And over time, it grew into an, an organization. And we've kind of presented ourselves as an organization with a blog. So here's the organization. Here's what we're doing. Here's our blog, but the blog has really been what the whole thing has been about. Uh, the blog, the content, the podcast, the 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 conversation that we're having. And uh, about a year and a half ago, we we really said we're not a, an organization with a blog. We are a movement of, of people for change, and and, and we have a, a content stream. That is not just a blog; it's a it's a bunch of different things that supports this movement for change. And so we've slowly been kind of restructuring, uh, not only the the organization to serve that mission, but the site itself. And yeah, today we launch a, a big change. And why don't you talk about, a little bit about what you did to bring that about, and kind of why it, what the what the new look and feel is going to be like.
0: Yeah, so now our homepage has our content kind of at the forefront. Um, There's a lot of different ways to access um, our most recent posts, um, upcoming events, Mm -hmm. podcasts, as well as more uh, topic-focused sections. And this definitely took a lot of work to build and a lot of going back and forth with drafts between me and Chuck and our um, our blog contributors, our board members. So we'll definitely be fine-tuning it over the next couple of months and also building out new pages um, that are more topic-focused. And you can see all those in the drop-down menu um, in the top section. So we have a few of those started now. Um, please feel free to give your feedback via email or comments on the blog or whatever you like um, because we exist to help you guys learn and grow.
1: And we really wanted – I mean I, I think it's really important that we make the content front and center. And we're now at the point, you know, with you, with Jason, with all of our contributors where we're producing a lot of content. If if you were logged into the blog five years ago, you would get three posts a week. That was what I had kind of committed myself to do. We're now doing three posts plus a day. And, uh, you know, that's quite a volume of stuff. It's It's more than someone is going to reasonably be able to follow. And so the idea is we want people to be able to kind of, like you do with a newspaper, you you flip through, you find the stuff that is most relevant to you. you. You dig a little bit deeper and we want people to be able to, to dig in and kind of get lost. We had someone, I don't know if you noticed this over the weekend, but someone, uh, and I, I have no clue who they are, but you get these people every now and then who it's like, they discover the site. Um, and for some reason <laughs> they, they have a, you know, comment on everything. Uh, and this person tended to have a critical comment on everything. So not only did they discover the site, but they were kind of a know-it-all. So they went through, and I, I mean, they spent like four hours yesterday reading things. And I kept getting, uh, you know, to discuss things in my email where they were commenting on like every blog post and every uh, comment that other people had made. And it's not like they were bad comments. I mean, they were, they were intelligent and thoughtful. I just, happen to disagree with most of them uh but every now and then you know you get people who get lost on the site well we've tried to make it a little bit easier for people to get lost in the content of the site right
0: definitely oh i didn't even notice those uh new comments i'm gonna have to check those out <laughs> yeah. Welcome, <new> <laughs> uh,
1: welcome yeah <laughs> and you don't have to agree with us all the time but you know you should smile yeah. every now and
0: then Uh, so what's going on this week, you are traveling to Washington state and what are you going to be, what are you going to be doing there?
1: I am giving a talk. Uh, the Washington chapter of the APA has invited me out, uh, to, to give a talk this Wednesday. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of that. It's a, I'm giving a curbside chat. Uh, it will be, I'm, I'm trying to get the time one o'clock to four o'clock. Yeah. South Puget sound community college, uh, the event center at the Lacey campus in Lacey, Washington. It's by Olympia. Uh, I'm actually going to fly into uh, Seattle tomorrow and I've got a, a couple things to do there. And then, uh, I'm going to head down to Olympia. Um, I've been all over Washington state the last couple of years. It's been really fantastic for us, and uh, we've got a lot of, of members there and a lot of people who are actively involved i have not been to Olympia. So I'm kind of excited about this. Um, obviously, we're going to start the year off strong. And uh, this is kind of a nice little trip out west. I, I, I'm hoping there's a few people that I'm going to connect with. Um, I've kind of been tuned out for, <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. So I haven't done the uh, the personal things that I often do. But like one of our board members, John Reuter, now lives in Seattle. And, uh, I am guessing that I'm not going to be able to get through Washington state without spending some, some time with John, uh, which will also be a good thing. So yeah, this Wednesday, if you are anywhere near Olympia, I know there's people driving down from Seattle. Uh, there are people driving long distances. I know to be at this event, it will be really great. We got a lot of time, so we'll do the chat. We'll have a good conversation and, uh, I can hang around afterwards too. So hopefully see a lot of people on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. And that event is free and open for anyone to attend. So yeah. hopefully you'll we'll have a good crowd. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to cover new members this week because we're still kind of catching up on the backlog of everything, but next week I'm sure Jason will have a big pile of new members to share with us. So we're excited about that. Um, Do you want to talk about your post for today? Um,
1: yeah. And I know you always ask me about what books I've read too. And I, I think this kind of, they tie a little bit together because I I'm, <laughs> I, I had known for a couple of days that I was going to get back to work. And, and you know, for me, I usually work Sunday uh, starting when people go to bed is when I start working for the week. And I usually write my Monday post Sunday night. Um, and what I tend to do is I tend to take Friday, uh, Saturday, and then Sunday morning and, and kind of think through the issues that are rolling around in my brain and they come out as a, as a post Monday morning. Um, this time I, I, I knew, I mean, I, I I knew on new year's day, I knew over the weekend as we had things to do, I I knew that I would be writing Sunday night, but I struggled to find like, what, what was I going to write about? I had gone through all this like really fascinating stuff, but what, what, what was it that was interesting me and what did I want to write about? I don't know as I can really explain what I wrote about, <laughs> except maybe to say that, you know, it, it has to do with kind of, uh, a, a, a ominous, somewhat ominous feeling I have that change is upon us and that uh, our ability to avoid it, uh, is diminishing day by day. Um, and, and, and that the change is, is definitely going to happen. It's something that we're going to have to deal with, um, how do we get here and how mentally do we kind of prepare for the the change? And over break, I read a, a number of books that when I listed them all out, had kind of a little bit of a theme to them. I read the Martian, uh, which was the movie that came out this fall. I've been told that it was a fantastic book. It is a fantastic book. Guy gets trapped on Mars. Uh, it's a fiction book, obviously. Um, but it's a story of that person's survival and the things that he does which are quite ingenious from a science standpoint to kind of rig up a way to survive this ordeal. I also read um, Endurance, which is a book about Shackleton. He's the kind of last of the great explorers. He's a guy that went to Antarctica and was actually trying to cross. So start on one side, go through the South Pole, end up on the other side. That was the plan. Uh, d- things did not go as planned. Their ship got stranded, ultimately got destroyed. They floated on an ice pack. Uh, they finally were able to get off of that. in these little boats, they, they made it to dry land. Uh, then they wound up taking this like treacherous voyage across the ocean, a small group of them to an Island. When you thought they finally, okay, they got to the Island. Things are great. Then, oh no, they got to get across the Island, which apparently people have tried to do sense and like can't cause it's like hellishly impossible. They did it. You know, with no food, with no you know modern things, just like a rope and a, a axe. It, this is like an insane story of survival, right? So, and then throw into that, I read this book called Stalingrad, which I, I got for Christmas. It's just a, about the defense of the city from kind of the Russian standpoint. Stalingrad, for those of you not familiar, was essentially the worst battle of of the Second World War, and and many people have said the worst. Battle in all of history in terms of its longevity, the amount of human suffering, the number of people killed, just the the horrificness of it. And you don't often get the the Russian or the Soviet perspective on it. And this was a, a book that dealt primarily with interviews of, of the troops at the time, an interview of the people in the cities at the time. And and it was just utterly fascinating the the spirit of these people and the way that they approached their own survival. So you 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 have this this kind of trio of uh, I don't want to say apocalyptic books, but books that describe incredible hardship, hardship beyond what normal people would uh, endure or be expected to endure, and you kind of you know backdrop that with some year end things. That people have put together that that kind of paint a, a pessimistic picture of our economy and the the fragile nature of the systems that we built, which we talk about all the time here. And I, I just said, you know, wow, we are in interesting times. It's the old proverb. Uh, we are, you know, I, I've thought for a long time on the precipice of change, but. Maybe it won't happen this year. Maybe it will happen this year. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to predict, but we can see things becoming more fragile and the change becoming more imminent. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I talk a little bit in there, and I, I don't know if you you found the thing about cancer interesting or not. But I, I had this it, I had this interesting conversation with my daughters. Um, they're very smart kids, but they're they're nine and eleven, so you know they're still in that phase where like dad's interesting sometimes and sometimes he's boring. Uh, we had to talk about cancer and it's, it's not that we have anybody in our family who has cancer right now or that we're dealing with this in a personal way, but for some reason, the topic came up and we, we talked about, uh, you know, why cancer happens. I explained to them cell mutation and how, you know, you have basically this big puzzle inside of each of your cells. And when they split, uh, the puzzle gets, um, you know, divided between two cells. And uh, when you hit cells with like radiation or things like that, it it tends to, you know, mix up the puzzle. And that creates kind of weird things sometimes. And sometimes those weird things can be really good. Like you no longer have a tail. Uh, Some things can be really bad. Like now you have cancer. And they said, well, could we get rid of cancer? And I said, well, yeah, but if you got rid of cell mutation, you would also get rid of the things that like make things better over time and to me that was like one of these uh backdrops for me I, I i can kind of continue the conversation in my mind for hours that if we could do this trade off where we got rid of uh you know change because we we like the status quo and we fear change and we're comfortable with that in some ways we would be a lot better off i mean if we could if we could get rid of cell division and and get rid of the The mutations that cause things like cancer, we would be better off today there's no question about it, but in the long run, we would be sacrificing our 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 resiliency we'd be subjecting ourselves to all kinds of fragility that that doesn't exist now and so there's this trade off and I see that trade-off in the human body. I also see that trade-off in our cities and the places we built, the economic structures of how we live. There's this natural human tendency to want to make things stay the same and, you know, resist change because change is scary and change often comes at a, a, a painful cost for people today. But, results in things getting better for people in the future. And, and I think that's the, you know, the, the, the down, the upside of something terrible like cancer is that yes, it's, it's horrific and you don't wish it on anyone and and you have to have compassion for anybody who's suffering through it and, and the people they love suffering through it. But you also have to acknowledge that, you know, we wouldn't be here today if humans were not structured in this, this way to, um, you know, have disorder and change and randomness take place. And, you know, so I, I I I'm optimistic because, you know, while these stories were difficult to read and and you see people going through these difficult times, you also know that, you know, at the other end of it uh is incremental advancement and incremental advancement that that ultimately benefits everyone. And I don't know. There there's there's a part of me that as we start the year thinks, yeah, we're, we may have some tough times this year, but, uh, we'll come out of it better in the end.
0: Yeah. That was a good balanced post, not overly optimistic. Like some people at the start of the year, like, Oh, I'm going to accomplish 10 million goals and everything's going to be great. 2016 is my year, but it was a more realistic post about change is hard, but we can still do it. Ultimately a positive message at the end. So,
1: well, I also in my, in my inbox today got Jim Kunzler's, uh, you know, he, he does a year in review or a year preview kind of thing. And he released it today. And, you know, I love Jim. I, I really do. And we've become friends. Um, but his, 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 his annual, you know, year preview thing has almost become a joke. And he, he makes a joke of it himself because every year he predicts, you know, the stock market will go from 18,000 to 2000. And, uh, you know, yeah, they like the end of the world is, is near, the, the thing that's fascinating about it is that I, I think he's right. I think he's right in a sense that like all of these things are in a sense looming because they are a restoration of equilibrium and a whole bunch of things that are like way out of whack the, where, where he falls down and, and where I kind of like refuse to go is that, well, this will happen this year. <laughs> like this will happen in the next two months or the next three months. Um, you know, what can't be maintained, won't be maintained. And at some point, there's going to be an end to a lot of the stuff that we take as as for granted and as normal today. Um, Jim kind of goes the extra step and says, you know, uh, in the, you know, John the Baptist kind of way, like the end is near, uh, repent now today. Um, this is all going to come to pass in your lifetime. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not.
0: Hopefully not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, in some ways, hopefully not, but in some ways, hopefully, but hopefully at a, at a pace and in a rate and with a net, uh, you know, so that, so that we can transition. Because, you know, the, part of what I try to capture in this post, and I think part of what I've been feeling and sensing, and, and I think the reading that I've been doing reflects this, is that there's a certain anxiety with knowing that large change, it, it, you know, you're in the midst of, of this kind of event, there's a i don't know if you like the lord of the rings movies i i, I kind of do um there's a scene in the third one the return of the king where pippin the, the little hobbit is sitting there like watching the cloud approach from mordor um and he says you know being in a battle is terrible but being on the edge of one is almost worse you know when you when you can't escape and there's a there's a certain feeling that i think a, a lot of people who are plugged into these conversations, uh, there's a certain feeling that you're on the edge of a battle that you can't escape, and there's a certain dread in that where you just like to let's just get it on, like let's just do it so we can resolve it so that the tension can be unwound and we can know one way or the other how things are going to go. There's a certain um, feeling that, like that that I have that's not only in the reading that I've been doing, but you know, it, it just in the conversations I've been having as well. I, I'm, I think if you dread change, this is probably a very scary time. I think if you are like me that thinks, you know, you live in interesting times, that is a double-edged sword. And, and I, you know, there's a little bit of dread in sitting on the edge where I just like to kind of move things along a little bit. Um, there's a certain, I can see the optimism in it, right? I can see, I can see the, um, I can see the creative in the destruction and while i don't wish the destruction and a lot of what we do is trying to prepare people and places uh to to be better off um despite the the difficulties uh there's a part of me that you know i'm kind of i'm, I'm kind of ready i'm kind of ready for normalcy i'm kind of ready for uh a, a swing in the direction of normalcy uh we'll see
0: definitely well, on that note, we will wrap it up for this week. Uh, but we have a new podcast coming out on Thursday. I know it's been a while since we released one. So, um, who's I, what's the podcast for Thursday, Chuck?
1: You know what? It's tragically uh, long. I, I looked the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's been a month. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, to my defense, I did have three different podcasts scheduled to be recorded. Um, at the end of November and early December, and all three of them fell through, none of them because of things that I did. So in my defense, um, what is going to be the podcast this week? I'm glad you asked. I have, I have not decided.
0: Okay. Um,
1: It will not be an interview because I've not lined one up. Uh, So it will be some kind of crazy mumblings out of my brain (laughs) and likely will happen in Seattle. So all right. Sounds good.
0: Thank you. Okay, everyone, have a great week, and uh, keep doing what you can to build strong towns.